Afternoon, afternoon, everybody. That's actually a nice response. Uh, you guys are warming me up nicely for um, for what's about to come. Um, I'll just wait for everything to be sorted around. Um, okay, so I hope everybody up till now has enjoyed everything that's gone on throughout service. Um, I think it's been great. I like the two um, team ideas, team A and team B. I don't want to influence any decision from any of the, any of the judges. Um, however, I think team A's products was the best. <laughs> so, Pastor Nana, Pastor Josh, you know, the word is coming. You could decide to go against it. No, I'm joking. <laughs> um, but yeah, I did like uh, Team A's product. It, it was very good. Team B's great product as well, to be fair. I like the creativity. I like that we all came together to make something um, and great pitches as well. Um, I won't take too much of your time. I'll just do this uh, for a short moment and then let us go on to the decision from the judges. Um, and I think it was quite interesting what was touched on from the speakers before myself, um, a pastor Josh, a pastor Nana. Um, I'll just touch on some things that even a pastor Josh mentioned. And I think what he mentioned was a great um, layup for the, for the word, to be honest. Um, a pastor Josh, you know, me and him have, let's say, worked alongside each other for many years now. He mentioned a stay fresh. And if you guys wouldn't know, he's actually talking about from as far back as what, 2019. Um, I was helping him build a Stay Fresh and let's say many of the other businesses within um, the Wealth family or within the Fortress even, you know, HOP can attest, the House of Publishers can attest to, you know, all of the runs I've had to do <laughs> for them in the past and in the future. <laughs> but yeah, um, I'll just begin to get into the word. Um, and I think one thing I wanted to start with, and you'll constantly see me referring to my notes um, throughout, this, uh, throughout this part of the service, but one thing I wanted to first start with, and I, I start with this in mind of everybody that's here today, you know, the guests that are here for the first time, um, the members that have been here for six months, a year, five years. Um, and it's just something that my mentor, my leader said, Pastor Obi said um, within this passing week to us, and I'll just read it. He said, the thing stopping you from your next level is the info that you don't know. Mm. A lot of people might hear this, and yes, um, if we don't go deeper into what that means or what that looks like, it, it just sounds, oh, it doesn't sound cliche, but it could seem cliche to many of you. You know, what does it mean, the info that you don't know? Um, why is that exactly stopping you from your next level, et cetera, et cetera? And I think it will be good to speak this way to you guys because Rashid is here, Joshua's here, and Nathan's here, Dante, et cetera. And me and Rashid had conversations last week, and some of the things we spoke on, I'll even look to expand on in this moment. But I'll just quickly take us to our first scripture, um, and then we can really get into the word. I won't take too much of your time, but if you could go to Hebrews 11, verse 6, please. And without faith, it is impossible to please God, 
because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that, and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. Okay, I'll stop there. Um, if I could just get the scriptures on the screen ahead. I know that they're working on it. Um, but yeah, it says, and without faith, it is impossible to please God. Today, I'll just do a conversational style. We're just speaking as a house, as a members club. Um, it says, without faith, it's impossible to please God. Because I want to make this practical to you guys. Um, for some of you, it might be the first time sitting in for the word. What does it mean to please God, in quotes? Um, a breakdown I'll give to you is, okay, if we don't physically or if we are not physically able to see God or a person, what can we accredit to them? It's mainly the stories we hear about them. It's mainly the things that they've said that we can repeat. These are how you can accredit to anybody in history. If it's a Christ, if it's a, um, even the worst of people, a Hitler, a Nelson Mandela, it's not that we have them physically here today, but we hear the stories about them. We hear the things that they've mentioned, the things that they've said, and that's how we can pose to you that person. I can speak to you a Nelson Mandela, if that makes sense. So what is pleasing God? I think each and every single one of us here were, were, were brought here for a reason. And I think we all understand that. When I say brought here for a reason, I'm talking about into this room today. Past that, I'm also talking about into the, into the world, into the earth. Why were we born? And pleasing God, I'll say in this scripture, or what I'll say, or how I'll say we'll run with it today is, okay... The stories and the word we've heard or the, the things we've heard of Christ say, etc. These things are what we call the word. We hear the stories about Christ. We hear the things he's mentioned. This is what we call the word. So when I say pleasing or um, it's impossible to please God, the word actually comes to each and every single one of us to pose what we're actually meant to be. God, in quotes, comes and poses to us, okay, why we're here. The one who created us, what we are created for. He poses to us, okay, listen, this is what uh, Joshua is meant to be. This is what a pastor Nan is meant to be. So to please what it is that we are being shown we're meant to be, what does it take? It says, and without faith, it is impossible to please God. How does a Rashid begin to um, satisfy the reason he was created? How does he begin to become exactly what he was created for? It says it is impossible to please God without faith. So, cool. Now, I've mentioned to you faith, the word. Without faith, it's impossible to satisfy what you're meant to be. In a conversational style, I then have to go in and explain to you guys or break down or just open up what then is faith? And I'll just take us through scriptures to explain these things. Me taking you through scriptures isn't to um, emphasize too much on the Bible. These are just stories. But I'm showing you uh, ancient wisdom. I'm only 24 years of age. I don't necessarily have too much to teach you other than what has been taught to myself. Uh, a wisdom that has been here for thousands of years. And that's why I know it has the power to actually impact the lives of every single person here. So I'll just take us into um, our next scripture. We can go to Hebrews 11. It's actually just further down. Hebrews 11 verse 1. 
And we'll read that in the NLT, if possible. Faith shows the reality of what we hope for. It is the evidence of things we cannot see. Can you just read that again? Faith shows the reality of what we hope for. It is the evidence of things we cannot see. So, in church or wherever, we can hear a lot of stories about what faith is here. And I'll actually get Pastor Timothy to read that in another translation. But just before we get there, it talks here of what faith is. If I said, without faith, it's impossible to please God. How can you please God, in quotes, or satisfy what you're meant to be without actually knowing what it is? First of all, you have to know, and obviously we'll get into that, but could you just read it in another translation, the TPT for me, please? Now, faith brings our hopes into reality and becomes the foundation needed to acquire the things we long for. It is all the evidence required to prove what is still unseen. Faith brings our, ho our hopes into reality and becomes the foundation needed to acquire the things we long for. It is all the evidence re required to prove what is still unseen. I think it was last Saturday I had a conversation with Rashid and many other people around. Um, if I could still have the scripture up because I can't see it just in front of me. Um, it's all the evidence required to prove what is still unseen. And I'm going to get deeper into this as we go on because I think we touch on things like faith or things like asking. But I don't think we get the full understanding of what we're actually saying. What does it mean to ask and then receive? Is it just questions that we'll actually pose? Here it says, it is all the evidence required to what is still unseen. In my conversation with Rashid, I could tell him, listen, you can actually be a leader a leader of a community. And just in a short moment, I can see many different qualities within him. Yeah. I can see he has an open mind, mm. leadership qualities. I can see these things within him. Mm. So therefore, I could say to him, no, you can be a leader. You can be the leader of a community and so on. Mm. So it says it's all the evidence required to prove what is still unseen. All of these things that are being said to a Dante, to a Pastor Jemima, these are things that we might not necessarily see the full evidence of yet. If I say you can be a nation leader, are we seeing you leading nations right now? Maybe not. But what are the things that we are seeing in quotes that are evidence that you can become that? If my leader has said to me, oh, Pastor Afo, Afo, you can become a nation leader. If Pastor Obi has said these things to myself and to many of us here, what is the things that we're seeing? What's the evidence of that that we haven't seen yet? Constantly, we're all coming together. We're coming together to invest our lives, our effort, our time into raising people, to put on certain events, to meet new people that we can raise, to collaborate together, to work together in teams, to, to put on different events, to put on services, to educate and raise our people, to create platforms. We're all putting our lives into this. That's the reinvesting back into a community. And these are evidences that we are actually nation leaders. We might not need to see the full manifestation of it at this moment in time, but all of these things are evidences of what is being spoken. If a pastor Obi has said that to us, then we know, okay, from what we're seeing now, it's actually the process to that. That's what faith is. Faith is actually you acting or being the substance or of all the things that you're hearing. Many of us have been told many different things through the word, but what what, what does that even mean to us in quotes? What, what does that mean if we hear it and, and just hope for it? 
There has to be a substance, something physical that we can see, us operating in that manner. So, okay, we've gone to what is God, we've spoken, what is faith? Okay, but now how do we then get faith? So that's the next scripture I'll take us into. This is just me um, laying the foundation. I'll be out of your way soon. Um, but if we can go to Romans 10, um, verse 11 to 17. We just read that in the NIV, if possible. As scripture says, anyone who believes in him will never be put to shame. For there is no difference between Jew and Gentile. The same Lord is Lord of all and richly blesses all who call on him. For everyone who calls on the name Wait, of the could Lord... could you just go back to verse 12, actually? For there is no difference between Jew and Gentile. The same Lord is Lord of all and richly blesses all who call on him. Okay, so I mentioned at the start, and just to keep these things in mind to all of you, um, so you're just getting a greater understanding of what's being said. Here it says, there's no difference between Jew and Gentile. Um, what is a Jew back then? A Jew is, let's say, God's people in quotes. We can say, let's put that as Christians, for example. Um, what is a Gentile? Those that weren't, in quotes, God's people. They weren't Jews. They weren't Christians, in quotes. Here it shows or poses to us that, okay, there's no difference between a Christian and a Muslim a Muslim and a Buddhist, what's the difference? The same Lord is Lord over all. Yeah. And these are some of the things that I proposed to Rashid last week, Saturday. I could be a Christian, you could be a Muslim. But my duty isn't to make you a Christian. My duty is to raise people. That's what leadership is. But continue. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. How then can they call on the one who they have not believed in. Okay, I'll just say, it says, everybody who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. What did I explain to us as God? I explained to, to us as God being the word. If you put a demand on the word, so if I say to a Dante, you can lead a community, you can raise a business that employs thousands of people alongside many of your brothers and sisters within the house. What are you putting a demand on? What are you calling on? The word that's being spoken here that we describe as God is what you're putting a demand on. You're believing in those words and you're banking on those words. Because you're banking on those words, you're running with a strength. You putting a demand on that word means you will end up with an outcome. You will end up with an outcome that is everything you've been hearing if you can hold on to that word. But continue. How then... Can they call on the one who have they sorry? How then can they call on the one they have not believed in? And how can they believe in the one whom they have not heard? And how can they hear without someone preaching to them? And how can anyone preach unless they are sent? How can anyone preach unless they are sent? Um, my job here isn't to just speak to you guys. If I'm here to speak to you guys, it's only because I have a leader. I have a man of God, a man of the word, who said, Okay, listen you will lead the fortress, you will speak. That's why I'm here. It's not the fact that I just want to say many words. It's because I was sent, I was told, I was put the, given the charge to actually come and speak, but continue. As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news. But not, but not all the Israelites accepted the good news. For Isaiah says, Lord, who has believed our message? 
Consequently, faith comes from hearing the message, and the message is heard through the word about Christ. Okay, so faith comes through hearing the message. Um, hearing the message heard through the word about Christ. So I mentioned faith, I mentioned God, but how do we then attain faith? We attain it through hearing the word. That's why we do what we do today. If you're going to become something, if you're going to become somebody that can raise people, change people's lives, impact people's lives, further the development of humanity, it's actually from hearing these words. It's actually from having faith and being able to please God, being able to satisfy why you were created. If we think that we're just here to live and you know, build our families' lives and move on, it's, it's nothing to be written home about. It's nothing that will keep us uh, written within the pages of history. It's, it's quite a small task. It's easy to do. But here, through the word, that's how you will gain faith. It's by hearing the word. Hearing the word constantly, you'll know exactly what it is a Nathan has to do. Before this, you might not know or have knowledge of what it is a Nathan has to do. You might be going through life and it might have been 20 years, 25 years, etc. But at the point of the word, you actually begin to know where it is or what it is you're actually called to do. But I talk about the word and, you know, there's many scriptures I could go to. Um, some scriptures I might pass, so you just be ready. Um, and the word is the beginning of everything. If, we're, if I'm to speak about anything or to be excited about anything, it's leadership. It's the word. The word, as it says in scriptures, the word was there at the beginning. I might have a physical Bible with me today, but before there were Bibles, there was still Abraham. There was still a Christ. There was still a Moses. But in the scriptures, it spoke that the word came to these people. It Was it the Bible then that came to these people? No, it wasn't the Bible, but it was the word. At the time, they had teachers. They had vision that was coming to them. Yeah. Hearing the word, what are you receiving? It's vision. Yeah. We build platforms for people. We, we further develop humanity. I spoke to you, Rashid, last week, and we spoke. I said, okay, millionaires, billionaires, how did they get there? You mentioned to me, okay, what's the difference between a Bill Gates and a normal IT specialist that makes 100K a year? Bill Gates is a billionaire. What's the difference? Big difference, right? What's the difference? You mentioned um, one had a business and idea, and I said, yes, perfectly right. But what is it that that business and idea was doing? It was serving a people. Mm -hmm. It was serving billions of people. So the byproduct of that was, in quotes, his billions. Yeah. Why can he reach a certain level of finances? 100K is way smaller than a billion, but why can he get the billions? Because he created something to serve people. And I just showed you in the word where that was said. Yeah. Christ said, he who wants to be the greatest will be the biggest servant. And I said to you, okay, yeah, you remember now. And I said to you, this isn't me speaking something that's for Christians. This is me speaking from the word, an ancient wisdom. This is me speaking a word from, from leadership. This is the word of God. But to continue, the word, we're all here today. We've all put on many different events. We have created businesses together, platforms, etc. Done all of these different things. But why is it that we can come together and do these things? Is it that we won't have our differences? Is it that we won't have our different interests? Um, Nana, you spoke today. Uh, what was it that you said you do? 
accounting. So you are part, okay, business consultant, you're part of an accountancy firm. And Pastor Josh, you said you, <laughs> he said he's a pastor, but what business is it that you lead? Okay, a stay fresh, a shoe cleaning company. Very different from an accountant, which is an accounting firm. Um, but why is it that these two can come together and build together? Why is it that, okay, two people that realistically, if you spend so much time with each other, two people that can annoy each other, that can have their differences with each other, why would they come together and build? It's because they're hearing the same word. Yeah. They're hearing the same word, which has given them a vision that both of them can align their minds with. Yeah. And Nana can be hearing the word, or Pastor Josh can be hearing the word. And off the basis of that word and seeing vision, they can then strive together, work together, put their differences aside. I may be offended by one, but I can put that to the side because I'm hearing the word and I know these are my partners in building. Yeah. I can see a Dante, somebody that's new. I can see a, a Pastor Josh, someone that's been here for the, course of, for the course of time. But why will I treat them the same way? Why will I link arms with them to build? Because I'm hearing the word. I'm receiving the vision. It's the word that brings people into the oneness of mind. It's the word that brings people into harmony. Um, I'll let you go to my next scripture. I've mentioned the word harmony. I'll, I'll, I'll let Pastor Timothy read uh, Matthew 9, 18, verse 19. Again, truly I tell you that if two of you on earth agree about anything they ask for, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. Here, um, I'll just break this down. Again, I like to think deeply on these scriptures. I mentioned that Rashid has an open mind, which I love. Um, the thing about leadership, leadership begins to show you a different perspective. We have a way of looking at life because we've gone through our community. We have parents, family, culture. But leadership gives us a different way of looking at things. Um, so here I can see these scriptures and I can question them. As much as they've been here for many years, I can ask myself, what does that actually mean? What are these scriptures saying? It says here about anything they ask for. What is it to ask? Um, I'll just touch on it, not to be too deep. It says, if two of you on earth agree about anything they ask for, two of us on earth um, would mean, okay, it's something that we're doing here. If me and Iman agree with words, words aren't physical, we can't see them, it's, it's, it's not anything tangible. But earth is tangible, earth is here, we can see earth. What does it mean to ask for something? And I'll just give you a quick analogy. If I wanted to see an apple tree and gain apples, that's an answer, that's my, a response. I want the answer, which is apples. I don't ask for apples. That's never how it worked. Yeah. What's my asking then? It's me putting the seed of apples into the ground. That's me posing a question I'm asking. Because I want to see apples, I take seed and I place it in the ground to give me back an answer. That's why I can place apple seeds and I receive the response of an apple tree, apples. It's what we are able to put in together. That's why a nana, a pastor nana, a pastor Timoshe who's in law, a pastor Sharon, a pastor Jemima can come together and build and put their efforts into something because it's not just talk. A lot of people talk and say they want to help people, they care about people, but who is it that we see actually coming together to reinvest to their community? The only people that I know to do so is the people I'm here with. 
We talk about making strong because that's the fortress. This is the fortress. We talk a lot about making strong, but how can we make a community strong if we don't invest our lives into that? How can we ask for that to be the response of our community? How can we ask for many young people to be made strong financially, um, personally, in whatever endeavors they have? How can we ask for that but not put in any, any efforts? How can we do that without putting any seeds? We can never receive the response of that if we don't actually come together and put something in. Here it talks about harmony. It was said in the word recently, um, Pastor Toby shared with us. He said, okay, if we want to know how long seed time is, the question we'll have to ask is how big is the field? Based on how big that field is, is how much seed you need to harvest on that field. If it's a small field, yeah, we can do it in a day or we can do it with one person. It doesn't take much effort. But if the field for us is the whole young generation, this whole nation and all the nations in Europe for a wealth family and the nation family, what will it then take? It will take the efforts of every single one of us coming together to put in an ask to receive a response. I hope you guys are still with me, yeah? Yes, sir. I hope you guys are, are getting some of the points that I'm being touched on because as much as I'm here speaking, this is a mutual benefit. It's for us to all gain more understanding and get the vision of this house, to get the vision of this work. Um, but yeah, I'll let you read verse 19 again. Um, I think you, what version did you read in? Could you read it in the Amplified Classic, please? Again, I tell you, if two of you on earth agree, harmonize together, make a symphony together, and whatever, anything and everything they may ask, it will come to pass and be done for them by my Father in heaven. Thank you. So here it touches on harmony. It says if you harmonize together, make a symphony together. What does the word do, as I've mentioned? The word brings us into the oneness of mind. The reason why myself and Apostle Sharon can agree to do the fortress is the word. The word came to us and said, okay, this, this and that. This is how we operate. That's why we come together and work as a team. That's why we're committed. We, we, we come together not because it's easy, in quotes, to work with many different young people. Young people want to do many things. So how can it be that hundreds of young people come together to do something? It's because we're hearing a word. Young people want to do many, many things. But why is it that a young person can actually be committed to the things that we're doing? It's because we're hearing the word. Constantly hearing the word we're giving a strength, we're, we're, we're building up an understanding that allows us to come together, harmonize, and be committed. It's not that, again, I've touched on it already, it's not that we won't be offended by each other, it's not that we won't have our differences, but if we can constantly hear the word to fix our mind on something, we can be committed. Um, I've spoken, I've mentioned um, the Jews, the Gentiles, just to show, okay, listen, it's not a Christian thing that I'm mentioning here. This is the word. This is, a, again, I've said an ancient wisdom. This is the things that I've heard from leadership. I've been told by leadership. I've seen the results of. Um, I'll just, again, go to another scripture. Um, but before I get there, a lot of the things I've shared already, you heard a Pastor Josh mention. Why can a Pastor Josh mention it? Why can a Pastor Nana say these things in passing that I'm already saying? It's not because we spoke before. Did we speak before? It's not that we spoke before, 
But it's that there's a oneness of mind because we have a leader. We have a work. We have a vision. So you touched on vision, leadership, people, money. Yeah? These are the most important, most important things. Where do we get vision from? The word. Who speaks the word to us? Leadership. How do we coordinate ourselves? What, what, or what is the coordination of all of us here? That's people. What does it take to raise people, to raise and create platforms? It's money. Money is a part of the things that we invest to see back an answer, to get results and to raise people in a community. It's going to take finances. Um, but yeah, I'll just let us go to Genesis 11, verse 1 to 7, quickly. Now the whole world had one language and a common speech. As people moved eastward, they found a plain in Shinar and settled there. They said to each other, come, let's make bricks and bake them thoroughly. They used brick instead of stone and tar for mortar. Then they said, come, let us build ourselves a city with a tower that reaches to the heavens so that we may make a name for ourselves. Otherwise, we will be scattered over the face of the whole earth. But the Lord came down to see the city and the tower the people were building. The Lord said, if as one people speak in the same language, they have begun to do this, then nothing they plan to do will be impossible for them. So I mentioned before God, I mentioned how to receive a response. Um, it says here, if as one people speak in the same language, they have begun to do this. So even God can look at people and say, okay, these guys are unified. These guys are harmonizing. Whatever it is that they decide that they want to do, there's nothing that will be impossible to do. If I say a Dante can be a nation leader and raise a business to employ millions of people, it sounds quite far off what we can see now. But a leader is trained in quotes to see the qualities in, in people, to see the potentials in people. If you could just put the scripture back on the screen there, it says, if we can speak one language, have one mind and be unified enough, there's nothing that's impossible. So these things that I'm saying to you, as far-fetched as they may seem, I've seen these things happen over time. I've been in a nation four and a half years, and I've seen where we started from and where we are now. I've seen where the world family started from and where we are now. I've seen my own leader, Pastor Obi, where he started from and where he is now. But most of all, I can see where he's going to. I'm constantly hearing the word and I see the progress and process that has been made over the years. So the talk of leading nations, it, 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 it can't be um, fiction. It, it can't be too far-fetched at this point. If we have houses tuned in all over Europe to what we're saying, if there's just one person in a place that can hear this word, we know we have that city. We know we have that nation. Because if many people can come together and have one mind, there's nothing that we can do or there's nothing that we propose to do that will be impossible. Why can a TKE become one of the biggest culinary arts businesses in the country or in Europe? It's because the fortress have come together and said, okay, no, this is the business that we'll push together. This is the business that we can start and raise. Why has a house of publishers gotten to where it is as of now? that it can bring recruits, interns, and, ex and stuff like that. It's because a house came together and said, no, we will aim to do this. We will come together and build this. But again, what is the start or the beginning of everything that we're speaking of here? It's just the word. The word brought us together to say, let's build this. 
Um, I'll let you read that and verse 7, just because I know you're meant to read it. The Lord said, If as one people speaking the same language, they have begun to do this, then nothing they plan to do will be impossible for them. Come, let us go down and confuse their language, so they will not understand each other. So the Lord scattered them. That's fine. So at this point, um, simply, again, verse 7 will say, what's the way to, um, in quotes, stop somebody from creating the impossible? It's just to disunify. It's just to deharmonize. If we can all be in one harmony, if uh, Joshua can say, okay, um, I might not fully understand everything that's going on, but if I can see that these people are going somewhere, there's progression here. I'm going to attach myself and work with everybody in this house. I'm going to be a part of the fortress and work with a Pastor Jemima, work with a Pastor Abisola. If, if I come together and work with these lot, there's nothing that will be impo too impossible for me to do. There's nothing that, that, that won't be too far-fetched. Uh, I might not have fully decided what it is that I want to do. But in this, in following a vision, everything will be made clear. Um, I'll, let us just go back to that verse 6. And here, I'm actually coming to round up the word um, in just a moment, but I'll let you read that. The Lord said, If as one people speaking the same language they have begun to do this, then nothing they plan to do will be impossible for them. Okay. Um, and to close, or to round off, I think a lot of the times we'll speak, um, I'll come here and speak, and I've shared words from the Bible. I've shared words and stories of old. I've mentioned uh, Bill Gates, etc. Um, but let me give more personal stories. Um, we have different things coming up. We have an 11-11. We have the 17th that Nathan was at. You saw the display put on a, at, at, at the 17th. Why is it that all of these things can be done? It's just young people that can decide to come together and be determined on something. That determination, that strength, all just came from the word. Me and the pastor Josh was in a Birmingham together with a pastor Basola, with a pastor Larkon, a pastor Cristobal, a pastor Tony. Um, anyone in Birmingham here? Pastor, pastor Iman Akin. Um, who else? A pastor Anna. You're, you're directly behind the camera, so I can't see. Um, if all of these people can come together and mobilize, bring together hundreds of young people. You know, in the penthouse in Birmingham, we used to have hundreds of young people coming through every week. Why is it that we can do that? Why is it that we even believe that we can do that? Because we had leadership and we were constantly hearing the word. I was thinking about it today and just because um, this week, uh, Pastor Kida sent me um, the pictures of a project we just finished in Nottingham. So property development, something that I was involved in. Um, he sent me the pictures of a project that we just completed. And, and I thought to myself, okay, it's quite interesting that we were able to do this. Um, this is a project that costs hundreds of thousands of pounds. It reminded me that the first investment I raised or, or first six-figure investment I raised was at 21 years old. I'm 24 now, but we were raising six-figure investments at 21. Can I say that it's because of my brilliance? Can I say that it's because of my family line or, or anything like that? No. I just sat here for the word. I was constantly hearing a Pastor Obi, and I just felt the charge that, listen, there's a community that needs raising. 
Apostle Obi, Apostle Toby in quotes, has set up this, this structure to raise me and all of us here, I must then give that same opportunity back to a generation, same opportunity back to a community. So I said, okay, this work, in quotes, is going to need the raising of finances, the raising of people, the pushing of events, the display of events like a 17th, these things that take much finances, but why is it possible young people can do it? I was hearing the word, and I said, listen, on the basis of this word, we need money to do what we have to do. It's an essential part. So I have to think, what is it I can do? I had to search and came across certain things. That's why I could raise a six-figure investment at 21. It's not off the basis of any brilliance or expertise, but off of the basis of the word, the charge given to us constantly, the vision shown and read to us. Um, my focal point to touch on is, listen, if we as the fortress can come together, be a community, there's nothing that we can't do. If it's uh, Rashid wanting to get into cybersecurity or anything with IT, you might want to get into a role there, but I know you can actually start companies there, employ thousands, raise people, lead people. But it's if we can come together, hear the word, and through that harmonize, be committed, be unified, have our differences, but still work together. Understand what has been set in front of us and still work together. We heard the different business presentations. It, it took the coming together of different minds to, to create such uh, amazing pitches, an amazing pitch from Team A. Um, it took us coming together and harmonizing. So that's my basis of this word I hope you can take. We come together to hear the word, to hear the vision, to then act off of that vision, to create platforms, to raise communities, and so on and so forth. That's why we're here for this. So um, I'm going to let us move into our next section. I hope everybody was blessed by the word. I hope everybody understood or is progressively understanding. Um, I'm sure this will be out on SoundCloud, um, Spotify, podcast as well. But I'll let us move over to our next section. Thank you, Pastor Afo here, leader of the fortress. Thank you.